What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the 23rd episode of the Believe in K-Pop podcast on the Believe Sports Podcast Network. Thanks for joining again. I have a guest today who was a friend of mine by the name of PD, aka Form of Therapy. You might be a subscriber or a groupie to his YouTube channel. If you are not, you're severely missing out and you can learn about K-Pop in many ways, including through uh, his channel. I'm excited to have him on. What have I been doing in terms of K-pop stuff? Um, I went to Twice's concert last night. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did go to God Seven's concert two weeks ago. But I went to Twice's concert last night. Jihyo is like she knows how to own the camera. She's clearly the leader of the group. Um, and that was the first concert I'd ever been to where there were majority guys there, which was really cool to see. Um. And they also did this amazing Dance For You cover of like Beyonce's Dance For You. And I was very surprised because that was a seriously sexy concept. And I feel like that's like, has that ever been done for Twice? I don't know. I don't know much about Twice. Maybe I'll have a guest on where they tell me about Twice. Um, I'd like to do that. Uh, I actually tried to have the, that happen. But actually, PD is probably the biggest once that I know. Um, so hopefully I can have a bigger once come on. I'll reach out to some people. Um, Also, I watched Stray Kids, and I watched all of Stray Kids' survival show, and I've watched about half of Mix and Match, which is Icon's second survival show. I'm this close to becoming a stay, y'all. I'm not even going to hide it. I am this close. Just kidding. I would never... I don't know what I would do. That was an amazing show. If you want to know more about Stray Kids and where they came from, and Icon as well, um, Icon was on two survival shows. They've been through a lot. Both groups have been through a lot, but I think it's um, Twice was on a survival show as well called 16. It's really interesting. Also, a little bit of some of the ITZY members are on Stray Kids survival show. Um, You can just watch and you'll see, but it's a good show. Um, I binged the crap out of it, and I'm happy I did because now I'm even more excited to see Stray Kids at KCON. So enjoy this episode. Um, Again, I have a Discord chat if you guys want to join. There are currently two people in the Discord chat, so we've leveled up a little bit. Um, But you can join, um, and you can DM me at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L, and I could give you that link. And you can also tell me some ideas um, if you have ideas for podcast episodes or people you think should be interviewed. So thanks again for listening. Please enjoy this, and... (laughs) LOL, here's your form of therapy. What's good, everybody? We're back for the 23rd Jordan episode of Believe in K-Pop, and I'm excited for another guest, as I always am. I have PD, aka Form of Therapy, here with us. Thank you for joining us. Can you do your intro that you normally do? What intro? Like, what's up, groupies? I'm your uh, producer, PD. Form of therapy. I mean, you just did it. I botched it. No, no, can you? No, you you did it. You did it for me. Did I do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I couldn't do it better. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. And if you guys don't know, um, PD is a uh, one of the more popular YouTubers. Oh, K-pop. no. Yes. No. Yes. I, oh, you're setting Certainly. the bar way too high. No, you are. You really are. Um, and uh, if you watch your channel or his channel, you can see the uh, – he do – we'll get into this, but you have a cinematography background, would you say? Yeah. Cinematography. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you analyze videos in a way that – uh, no one else is doing so. And there are things that I pick up mm-hmm. or that I wouldn't have picked up had mm-hmm. you not, mm-hmm. you know, pointed them out. And whether it's like frame rate, whether it's like, you know, cuts and all this stuff like mm-hmm. that, you, I get a lot more from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to start off, I want to know yes. which group do you think has the most consistently visually pleasing videos? In terms of consistently, first of all, the fact that you're even asking a question like this is just Why? already like cancel territory. What? Oh, oh yeah, I know. That's the point. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, in terms of consistent, I would say any JYP artist. Mm, okay. Um, JYP, so I would say Stray Kids, Day Six, Twice, if I'm forgetting someone. Got Seven. Got Seven. Okay. Um, well, no, God Seven's videos are actually shot a little differently. So I think it's really for the like the younger generation groups. Um, t- uh, for Twice, Strike Kids, and Day Six, they shoot it kind of like a movie. Okay, they all have like this soft film look to it that no other K-pop music videos really have. Okay, uh, so I would say JYP JYP artists have the most consistent. You okay, know? Uh, so like you you kind of know what you're getting in terms of at least the quality like i feel like other companies they experiment okay and so there's not always a consistent visual style or, or they'll bring in like different music video directors so it's mm-hmm. like it feels like they always cater the music video to fit whatever new concept it is okay. but with jyp artists it feels like they always have like a vision that like kind of remains consistent through multiple comebacks so what's different about got seven's music videos uh well, just the thing is, like, I feel like maybe it's because GOT7 is, like, they're a senior group. Yeah. And um, they came in before... The well, 2.0. Yeah, before, yeah. like, the the young generation. Yeah. Because I feel like the film look was really established with um, Day 6 and Twice. Mm-hmm. And, not, and even Day 6 and Twice, their early videos aren't like that. But mm-hmm. GOT7... Their music videos are shot like it's like sharp, mm-hmm. like it's clear. Uh, I mean, they experiment a lot. They've mm-hmm. experiment. They've been experimenting with the past few comebacks. Yeah, but there, there's a shot like quote unquote K-pop music video style. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's it's shot more like a music video and less like a movie. movie. Yeah, whereas they're the the younger groups they're kind of shot like movies so like itsy yeah are they kind of along the same lines itsy itsy is weird because itsy i we've only seen one music mm-hmm. video so far but that music video was not like that okay um so like twice stray kids uh day six they're all like really cinematic looking and it might be because like 90% of that music video was like a lot of CG. You know how it was like bright mm-hmm. colors mm-hmm. and it was like, so yeah. that also might be why theirs wasn't shot kind of cinematically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they're having a comeback in a few weeks. So I mean, they I are. Guess we'll see. Yeah. They are. And yeah. when you say something's shot cinematically, when I, th- I think you mentioned it in one of video, I can't remember who you were reacting to, but it's every single one. <laughs> it's every, every single one. I, I, I abuse that word for like every reaction. Do you? Yeah. Well, you were saying you, you mentioned one. I I think it was maybe in it was an nct video i believe i can't quite remember but mm. you mentioned how they have like the blocks of like black mm. like the black bars at mm. like mm. the bottom and top mm. does that blend to yeah um that's cinematic yeah so that's i mean that's aspect ratio so when we watch digital video uh-huh. like let's say you open youtube right yeah most videos take up the full screen mm-hmm. that's that's the digital video look. Right. Um, for film and for movies in general, yeah. 
they have those black bars because the image aspect ratio is, is actually cut down. Okay. So like there's, there's less information and like, you're kind of like forced to only see like a certain cropped amount. Okay. So when you add in like those black bars, I mean, if you watch like any YouTube tutorial on how to like make films or whatever, mm-hmm. that's like a very common advice. Like everyone gives It's mm-hmm. just like, just add the black cinematic bars mm-hmm. and it makes your video look more cinematic. Why? I don't know, <laughs> but it does. You know how yeah. when it's like, it's not there and then they fade it in to be there. Yeah. What do you think about that transition? It, I mean, it's, it's it, wor- it works and it doesn't depends. Okay. You know, uh, some music videos, they cut between that a lot. Yeah. And sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes yeah. it's just like gimmicky, you know? Yeah. So it really depends. Yeah. So uh, I asked you who's the most visually pleasing. Now you got to tell me who is the least. Least. You know, that's really hard because I feel like a lot of groups, well, let's not say groups. A lot of companies Mm. have really stepped it up. It used to be, don't shoot me, people. (laughs) It used to be SM. Ah. Um, Cause the black, the, the white, the box that they're yeah, always in. I mean, yeah. that was the, that was a joke. It was yeah. a running joke. It's the SM box effect. Right. Um, so I, that was of even up until like maybe a year or two ago, that was a common thing that they were doing, mm-hmm. but like, uh, SM in the past, well, since then they have been experimenting a lot more. Uh, they have been going for, I feel like it re the turn happened with NCT. Okay. Um, they, Even with Wavy, you think? Oh, Wavy's, I feel like it's completely different. Okay. I feel like Wavy's on a different level. Okay. I don't even know if SM actually produces it or if they have a separate Chinese team right. that produces it. But I think it started with Wavy. Um, I'm not Wavy. I think it started with NCT. NCT yeah. uh, specifically 127. Okay. When they started doing that whole... Um, do you remember last year when they had the... Was it the Empathy album where it was like all of them? Yeah. On one oh, album? 2018. Yeah. Yeah, NCT 2018. Yeah. When they started doing that, yeah. that's when I feel like there was a big shift. Okay. In like NCT music videos. Um, you were saying, I remember watching that and you were saying like the camera work, it was like how it was moving. It was yeah. like, it was a different, you were saying it's different. They were using different cameras or something like that. Or it was something I, like. I wouldn't remember. This is. This this, is there was so a year long. ago. Yeah, yeah, but so you know how like they're long. moving, like it's like moving kind of. Yeah shakily but like not jerk it's not jerking i don't know mm-hmm. i remember you like talking about the camera work in terms yeah. of how it was moving for yeah, video. yeah 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 i think i don't know who it was but i think at a certain point within the past few years mm-hmm. music videos have become way more competitive mm. and so every company is just sort of stepping it up okay yeah. and so i for like least visually pleasing i don't really know. it's always like just small companies mm-hmm. that don't have a lot of money mm-hmm. to the point where like, even if I wanted to answer this question, I don't know who to name because it's just like, so forgettable. Right. With, like no offense. But, do like, you put videos out for videos that, I mean, you do, I feel like you're like, ah, eh, like this didn't really, I think it was like for AT's treasure or pirate King. It was treasure. You were like, mm, like it was a good song, but like, I didn't get anything. From okay. It, so the thing yeah. about treasure Oh, man, I got hate for this because, um, because you there was they, Pirate King also. Yeah, Pirate King. I still haven't seen Pirate King actually. What? I know people are like, watch it, and I'm like, I keep forgetting. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! But um, the thing is, like, I watched Treasure. Yeah. The song was really good. Yeah. I was really impressed with all the members. And whenever there's a debut, uh-huh. I 99 of the time I don't jump on board right away. Why? Because. You never really, like, when you debut a group, you never really know what's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of groups are always just trying to figure out their style or find their groove mm-hmm. if they're not from a huge company. Okay. I feel like YG groups, JYP groups, SM groups, they debut and they have, like, a set style mm-hmm. and they just, they roll with that. And yeah. that is their concept throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, smaller companies like ATs or, do you know SF9? Yeah. Uh, SF9, when they debuted versus now, they're completely different. Um, mm, they so it's like they're always trying to like figure out what works, uh, figure out what concept best fits the group, uh, who which member does best here and there. So I never try to jump on right away. Even if it's good, okay. I'm like, it could have been a fluke, okay. right? It could have yeah. just been they chose the right concept. It happened to be the right concept. Mm-hmm. And then they might not be able to follow up. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, so Treasure, I like the song, but the music video, there wasn't, I thought there wasn't enough dancing, there mm-hmm. wasn't enough performance, and like it was shot really well, it was very beautiful, but I was like, nothing's happening. Okay. They're just standing there and they're just like looking at the camera. Yeah. For like 80% of the video, I'm like, give me something more like visually engaging. Yeah. And then they came out with uh, Say My Name. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few mm-hmm. months later. Yeah. And that was amazing. And I was like, this is like 10 out of 10. This, right. This is phenomenal. And then I, I got, I got it. I, I say I got a lot of hate, but it was specifically just one comment. But okay. like one negative comment always feels like it's multiple people. Oh, oh, right, right. But someone was like, oh, they're just doing it for the views because they said they didn't like Treasure. And now they're uh, acting like uh, they like Say My Name mm-hmm. uh, because ATs is getting popular. They're just using ATs for the views. I'm like, no, like this is just legitimately better. <laughs> like, right. That's why. Yeah. Right. No, it was. Yeah. And so in terms of you said that with. SM, JYP, and YG, um, they have a set, you know, vision. Yeah. Why can't these, I mean, I guess it would lend to the fact that they probably have creative teams that can sit there and mull yeah. over it, but yeah. these other smaller companies don't yeah. have that. So they're just yeah. like, oh, let's throw it out and let's see what, what I sticks. I mean, let's, let's think of it this way. If, if these smaller companies, mm-hmm. well, no, let's say there's a talented, like, either a person or just creative director in general just like has really good ideas knows the vision for a group mm-hmm. they would get scouted by a big company you know what i mean oh, it's I like see. because their talent is good a mm. big company will snatch them up oh got you it. know and i'm sure small companies will try to hire them mm-hmm. but then based on offers they will go with the bigger companies mm-hmm. so that's why i feel like smaller companies don't always have that and usually if a small company does have something really good it's usually because like the company they didn't like scout someone or like they didn't hire someone it's usually like that person made that company and oh. they made this group you know like they're very much in charge so who's an example of that i would say 80s okay yeah i would say 80s is a very good example of that they're okay. just like they have consistently kept this same theme yeah. going on uh, i mean like this whole pirate theme that's been going on for yeah. their past three title tracks now right um they they have a very open swashbuckling very cocky swashbuckling yeah very confident like like they're too confident for rookies you know what i mean yeah but they have the talent to back it up okay and so like so like they they the whole pirate aspect like the way they molded that around the album concept the photos and everything Mm -hmm. like the guy that worked on it he's like he's He's, I think he's like really integrated into KQ, the, the entertainment label. Okay. And like Luna, mm-hmm. the whole Luna project. Uh, yeah. Like the, the, the guy that was behind the whole Luna project, that guy, uh, in, it's either Jaden or something like that. Mm-hmm. Also an insanely crazy person. I feel like that's also like no one knew the name blockberry creative yeah the company before luna right and then they had like a year and a half long pre-debut project and then now they're like such a really popular international group so yeah i mean i would say probably luna and 80s interesting yeah for boy group and girl, and girl group yeah. okay so you say i know you you've told me before like you don't like shooting music videos but because <sighs> things are becoming more cinematically clear or you know there's more storylines to things uh-huh. um if you had to choose a group that you'd like to shoot with most uh, who would you want to do that with with most yeah probably luna okay why probably is that? luna um because i think after especially after watching their most recent comeback the butterfly music mm-hmm. video first of all it would depend on the concept they're doing okay if it's like a cute concept like something like their debut song high high i would mm-hmm. not do it okay if it was something darker okay and like a little bit deeper like like butterfly where yeah. it's like a little bit more intense and like the dancing is more intense. I would totally do it. Yeah. Uh, just because I feel like with guy groups, like at this point, everything that need that needs to be done has been done by okay. guy groups. But I feel like girl groups are just now breaking like a lot of gender barriers that were put on them. Mm-hmm. And so I think it would be, it would feel a lot more refreshing just okay. to do it with a girl group. And I think, Either Luna or maybe Idol. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like those two groups, they're like really, really pushing the boundaries on everything. But mm-hmm. Luna tends to go for like a more very film-like mm-hmm. aerial vibe where yeah. whereas Idol, they, Idol's music videos are shot like standard K-pop music videos. And by right. standard, that's not an insult. I mean like that is the industry standard. Yeah. That's yeah. what everyone goes for. Yeah. So I feel like when I think of Idol, I think of, I feel like they're a mix of Blackpink and Mamamoo. What do you think? Blackpink and Ma- Oh, that's a very interesting take. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's, no, like- that's, that's a very interesting take. Um, I have I have something to say about okay. Idol. Okay. I, I won't say it on this podcast because oh, if, I, if I say it, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, shoot. Because okay. if I say it out loud, uh-huh. this podcast will be like set on fire. But it's about oh, Idol. Shoot. And for the people listening, it's a good thing. It's a good thing about Idol. Okay. But... I, I, you'll understand when I say it, but okay. that's a very interesting comparison. I've heard some. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, when people have described Idol, at least when they first came out, I think it was Han. Is there, no, it wasn't no, Han. La-ta-ta. It was Latata. Yeah, uh, everyone. Someone was like, Soyeon is just he, she knows how to serve face, but the yeah. rest of them kind of have these like blank stares. Mm. Is that something you like to pay attention to? How people can capture the camera? Yeah, I mean, it has a lot. And that's also why I don't jump on groups right away Mm -hmm. is that a lot of them don't have experience being on camera. Mm. A lot of them don't actually know what it's like to be on camera Mm -hmm. uh, until they actually do it. And I think what helps is performing on stage. Okay. I think once you perform on stage, once you Mm -hmm. do that weekend music show circuit, Mm -hmm you do concerts, you gain a sort of confidence. You need a certain level of ego to like really make like good facial expressions in music videos because it's all about confidence. It's all about not just like being secure with yourself, but kind of thinking you're, you're like almost better. Yeah. You're better than them. Like, I don't know who them is, but you know what I mean? It's all about confidence. So a lot of groups, they're not really good at, you know, uh, like camera charisma. Mm-hmm. And so after a few, I, I would agree like idol from the beginning, mm-hmm. their camera charisma, like Swin was kind of the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Swin was kind of the only one and she, and people like Swin, she's a natural born performer. Okay. Like, that's, that's why, you know what I mean? Some yeah. people you see them and you're just like, Oh, you were, you were meant to like, yeah. Do this, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you said, J-Hope. Yeah, like J-Hope is so like, because you also went to the Rose Bowl mm-hmm, show, right? Mm-hmm. J-Hope was so, it, it's so weird seeing him on stage compared to like music videos uh, because I feel like there's like, now we're just going on a BTS. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but like seeing J-Hope live, I, I don't think, because I've seen a lot of K-pop shows, but I don't think I've seen anyone so comfortable on stage yeah. than J-Hope. And it almost seems like it's this weird mix of like, he's kind of like a, beast on stage yeah but also really carefree and kind yeah. of like he like it almost seems like he's not it, it's not even difficult for him mm-hmm. you know what i mean it seems so carefree mm-hmm. i mean that's that's the most talented people when they make something difficult look easy, easy. yeah yeah so i mean i feel like when i think of Young from nct Oh he's yeah, like that. Yeah, he's got the like, immediately like yeah. he was like everyone's favorite when NCT debuted. Yeah, well, a lot of people say him and Mark like yeah. it's yeah. just like immediate. Immediately they have that kind of natural born charisma. Like they do. Yeah, you can't just be good looking, you know. Yeah, and and I think when I think of twice because I feel like yeah. you're the biggest ones I might know. What me? Yeah, you do not know enough twice fans then. I don't. You're right. I yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, but at least I feel like you, I don't know, you favor twice heavily. I don't know. I, I like twice you a like lot. You like twice yeah. a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you're here this week. Kind of, is it four? Like, it's like, oh, I'm coming for twice on Wednesday, but I'm going to make a whole week out of it. Yes. This. That's exactly why I'm here. So okay. I'm, I was coming to LA for the twice show. Yeah. So that I don't like wasting opportunities. Mm. So if I'm here in LA anyways, instead of just coming down for a day, yeah. Might as well just make a week of it because I had stuff that I wanted to do anyway. So yeah. make a week of it and just make it a whole production week. Okay. Did you get high touch? Oh, yes. You did. I got the highest <gasps> tier. What? Wait, what is what comes in the package? Uh, I think group photo and high touch. Holy crap. Yeah. Is this your first like high touch with them? Uh, with them? Sure. I mean, they've never toured in America before. Well, they did KCON like high touch. Oh, last yeah. Year. I don't do yeah. like KCON 
high touch stuff. Really? I mean, well, I mean, I mean it's, yeah. it's hard when you're a guest because right. you have a lot of things going on. Right. I did high touch once for Hayes last year. Okay. Uh, and then that was it. Okay. Yeah. So this will be your first. Who are you most excited to see? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like, um, Mina's not coming, so that's really disappointing. How do you feel about that? Um, it's it's bittersweet because I'm glad she's not coming in the sense that, like, I'm glad, like, the label is letting her take a break. And I say let because the label controls their lives, you know what I mean? Right. And so if she didn't want to come, but the label wanted her to come. She would come. She has to come, yeah, you know what right. I mean? That's how it works in Korea. Right. Um, so the fact that they let her not come, that's mm. like, that's a big step. That's a huge step. Uh, for or Korea. is that saying that the problem was so bad that they were like, we don't, we can't even trust you to be on stage. I mean, that could be, but one of the things that, uh, JYP actual JYP, not just the yeah. company, the, yeah. the guy himself, he had like this conference last year called mm-hmm. JYP 2.0. Yeah. And one of the, and it was like a, however long video mm-hmm. just he's speaking talking, in English right yeah yeah talking about like his plans mm-hmm. and like the future and stuff like that and how they're changing things up mm-hmm. and one of the things he talked about was mental health mm-hmm. and how all of the artists or groups at least have counselors now and like how yeah Whoa. And okay. if they need help you know the, the and they're always checked up on now yeah and so if it was other companies maybe I might be suspicious it's like okay. oh is there something really really bad going on right but JYP, because of that conference, yeah. it seems like they are putting their artists' best interests mm-hmm. in the... In, As in, a priority. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that make, I thought about that. I was like, yeah, just knowing and hearing about that conference and yeah. how he treats his employees, even yeah. aside from the groups very well, that would yeah. make sense. Yeah. But speaking of JYP, we were talking about it earlier. Um, obviously... Stray Kids, you like Stray Kids. Stray Kids came out of a survival show. um, And I would say this survival show, theirs, and we were talking about it before, you were like, I don't like watching variety shows. Theirs isn't too dramatic, as you were saying, but Uh can you explain why you don't like watching Korean variety shows? I don't like watching Korean variety shows. Korean television programming in general, Mm -hmm. I, I really like the cinema scene in korea i think their movie scene is like really really progressive and forward-thinking what about dramas but, uh excuse me dramas what about what dramas like, like, like dramas yeah. dramas yeah k dramas is 50 50 it's mm. kind of split because even as recent as like maybe three years ago like they were shot really poorly mm. uh shot on like just really really kind of ancient standards it's just like and a lot of like their daily Korea has things called daily dramas okay where it, it, it's like I guess American soap operas okay. where like it airs every single day okay got they it. shoot every single day you know right. what I mean and they only have like the weekends off right uh, those are shot on like the worst fidelity cameras but then like so were a lot of their dramas mm. but then in the past few years in the past few years Korea like They've been investing like a ton of money into big projects like mm-hmm. Descent into the Sun, yeah. Mr. Sunshine, et cetera, et cetera. And so like now it's like every every six months or, or once a year you hear about like, oh, this is the most expensive Korean drama produced to date. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so dramas is 50-50. And I really like their visual style now with mm-hmm. some of the dramas. Um, but in terms of variety shows, it's because of how it's produced. Okay. How it's like... I guess edited. Yeah. It's edited for somebody who this sounds how how PG is this podcast? It's, you can say whatever. Okay. It's like they edit it for someone who's on crack because it's so fast paced and it's just like a thousand cuts. Okay. Like I think I once saw someone make a video mm-hmm. pointing out like there was some variety program. It was showing somebody's react like a group of people watching something yeah. where it showed the group, it showed individual reactions yep. Yep. first. It didn't even show what that person did. Yeah. It showed the crowd's reaction first. Uh-huh. And then they get all the crowd reactions and then they show what the person does, but then they show it again. Yes, yeah. And then they show it again from a different angle. Yeah. And so it's like, it's really excessive. Yeah. It's really excessive. And I feel like the program directors that work on that, they're just like, 
I don't know, they drink way too much Red Bull or something. It's just like, it's so, it's so wild and zany and all yeah. over the place. And it almost seems comical to me from a production. I see when, when I do see it, I understand it is compelling to yeah. like the average consumer and I get that. And so I think that from that point, it's like, well-made and they kind of frame it in a way where you kind of don't realize that's even happening because mm-hmm. you're so into it. Mm-hmm. But when you, and, and, and it happens a lot for me with like even regular American TV shows or mm-hmm. movies, when you know how things are made okay. at a certain point, there are just some things you can't watch because you know too much in terms of how it's made or okay. like, you're just like, I would never make it like that. So you can't watch it or like, it's too weird. So yeah. Really? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm a little too close to it to watch it. And you wouldn't like enjoy it. You're just like, God, this annoys me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I think about like, Oh my God. Like he had to like cut that footage like X amount of times. Like this is, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a dumb reason, but yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that makes sense. And what I feel like uh, Korean TV compared to, you know, the U S has when it has those not even like a subtitle it's like a it's like a explanation sort of thing you know how when you're watching it and it's like uh like a certain member reacts a certain way and maybe doesn't say it and then there's like a little explanation like, oh like a thought bubble it's like a sort of like yeah, a thought bubble yeah, it's yeah. like or it's like a third person like yeah. like i think i was watching i was watching Shay kids thing and it was like felix was doing something and they're like felix is not confident in his blah 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 there is an american show that used to do that really have you ever seen those mtv dating shows oh like like are you the one i i, I don't real world I, I, yeah no, 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 not like real world i think it was like where they take like each episode is like different people oh and they yeah take two strangers and they'll show like thought bubbles of like what really? yeah what the people are thinking and like it like maybe it's like called next or something next holy yeah. crap wow yeah, right whoa yeah and then there were, there's <laughs> like the, yeah that. thought bubbles of what the guy's thinking and what yes. the girl's thinking yes yeah. so, so mean, they used to do that okay yeah, it was a cheesy program yeah but i feel like korea as cheesy it is they stylize it in a way where uh-huh. yeah you don't you don't notice it as much huh. yeah interesting so also yeah real quick i also feel like mm. for international fans that's actually really helpful mm-hmm. oh it is because yeah. first of all it culturally it's so different mm. based on someone's expression you might not actually understand what they're feeling or mm-hmm. what they're thinking yeah and i just think it provides more context mm-hmm. you're, you're not fully aware of everything that's going on mm-hmm. so I, I i think that's also why it's popular as well yeah. it also helps when like I guess it shows more of like, oh, it like it makes you empathize with the member, you know, mm. oh, he's not confident or he's, mm. oh, this is what yeah, he's thinking, yeah. has to think about whatever. But I wanted to talk about something maybe a little more, I guess, personal oh. to you. Oh. Um, you put it up on Twitter. Um, and I didn't realize it like just, you know, like through watching YouTube, but there was a video you had taken down. Uh-huh. YouTube took down. Yeah. And it was, was it the one in... Yeah, one 10, in two thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, why did so they took it down? Yeah. Um, and this was a video that kind of was a spot put a spotlight on LGBTQ yeah. you know, conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why do you think they took it down? Uh, I have no idea. It was. It How was, did you know that? Did they tell you? Yeah. They they email you. Okay. They say your video has violated the terms of service or whatever the okay. rules and violations, whatever. We're taking it down and they wanted to give me a strike. And if you have a strike, I think you can't like, you can't upload, you can't, well, first of all, you get three strikes and mm-hmm. then your then channel, channel gets done. deleted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like each time you get a strike, you can't upload or like, you, you can't basically use any of your channel's functions for like either a day or a week. Oh, okay. It used to be like three months. So like they, they changed it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why it was definitely a manual takedown. So someone had to purposely take it down. It, okay. it wasn't a copyright issue. Copyright issues, like I get copyright claims all the time because I'm reacting to music videos. So yeah. I get copyright. Those are like automatic. Those are based okay. on like an algorithm and they bas- basically like there are all these copyrighted song libraries and th- and so it's just like it, they analyze the audio and they match the audio. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's the same. This is yeah. a copyrighted song. We're auto- automatically claimed. Mm-hmm. This one was someone had to sit down and I don't know if they watched it or not, but the right. idea should be that they actually watched it and then they decide, 
yeah, this is against our community guidelines mm-hmm. and it takes down. Um, so I, I don't know what the issue was. It could have been someone even flagged the video, uh, mm. just like a bunch of haters flagging the video to get it taken down. But even if the video was flagged, it, sh- it should have gone for gone under review. Yeah. Right. So it's just weird in general that it got taken down. Are right. you gonna? Are, so you've been arguing? Well, I mean, it's back up. Oh, it is. It's okay. Back, yeah, okay. it's back up because I posted it on Twitter, and I think people were loud enough. Yeah. Where uh, Team YouTube got back to me like right away. Oh, they did. I think like within like maybe five hours. Oh wow. Yeah they 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 added me. They were like, hey, you know, link us the video, and we'll like forward this to our team, and mm-hmm. they'll look into it. And then next day it was up. Okay. But yeah, just just the circumstance of it being taken down mm-hmm. at all is weird because the video's been up for a while. Yeah, yeah. It it's has. like eight months. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a year. Yeah. So because of that, and um, I know you're very vocal about this, but being a part of the LGBTQ community within K-pop, yeah. Um, do you think there is a different experience as a K-pop fan being a part of you know that community? What do you mean? Do you think there's like a different experience whether, you know, depending on if you are straight or not, mm-hmm. do you think you have a different experience or, you know, different, I don't I, know how I you would describe I it. I, 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 I don't know because I definitely don't, I'm different from a lot of people. Okay. So I don't, cause I don't really get involved in like fandoms and communities yeah. and stuff like that. But from the way I see it, I don't think there's much difference because it's it's you know it's about that's about sexuality your yeah. sexual orientation right mm-hmm. who you're sexually attracted to mm-hmm. because if we bring that into the conversation you know i don't think it matters because i, I don't know about other people i'm mm-hmm. not sexually attracted to all the idols mm-hmm. that i'm fans of you know what i mean yeah. first of all that is way too many people to be attracted to and worry right. about right and you know i see like you know, it it was very interesting very early, early on when yeah. I was getting exposed to communities. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, let's say, lesbian K-pop fans that are, like, really, really hardcore straight kids fans. You okay. know what I mean? It's yeah. because they like the music mm-hmm. and they like the members, but it's a love that's not sexual. sexual yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think it's any different. Mm. I mean, I see, like, some disgusting language here and there from like of like between like straight and lgbt k-pop fans okay like once in a while really yeah but overall i think i i don't know i wouldn't know but i think you know the experience should be similar okay yeah because so and this is kind of segueing it's a different topic but mm. um some people get mad when you do sexualize an idol mm. right not you but yeah. um I think it was it was with um, Briss. It was a Briss video. Um, he was reacting to Singularity by uh, or Tay or B. B. Um, and he was like, "This is a baby making song. Like this is the man." And I was like, "You're right. It is. It's a slow song." Some people were like, "Why would you say it's a baby making song? Like you're sexualizing him, and that's not the point of the song. You look at the lyrics. It's da 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 da. All these things. So, do you think that? Um, do you agree with, I mean, you, I don't think you do, but when it comes to, you know, sexualizing idols, is it off limits or what do you think of people who like to say, no, you can't sexualize them. The point of the song is this. I, okay. Um, I I don't, I don't know how to feel about that, Mm. but because I just, I never think about it from that aspect ever. Mm. Um, especially because at a certain point, not to like, flex or anything but like mm-hmm. when you know celebrities they're like they're people oh yeah they're human be- they're human beings right. and i think at a certain point people forget that mm-hmm. um and for me luckily enough i was exposed to like quote-unquote celebrities and having celebrity friends at a very young age okay and so i've always kind of like empathized and always like always thought about celebrities feelings first I see. before like thinking oh they're so like because there's a difference between thinking someone's hot mm-hmm. and thinking someone is sexually attractive so i guess that's odd but i would say i don't know if 
sexualizing someone is off limits. Okay. Like if you're sexually attracted to someone, you're sexually attracted to someone, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think sexualizing is a different thing where you're kind of, I guess, objectifying them. Okay. You know, like, uh, yeah. like they're here to please me, mm-hmm. you know? So I, the whole Brits thing, I mean, I haven't seen the video, so I don't really know what the situation with that is, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't sexualize someone, uh, because mainly because, you know, then it's kind of weird and awkward and then you get into shipping territory where a so lot you of, don't like shipping. Uh, on a personal sense, I do not like shipping. I don't shame anyone for shipping, mm-hmm. but I I know pers- I know like firsthand how uncomfortable it makes a lot of my friends. Okay, um, because it's like, I, I, like for them, it's they're like brothers or sisters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you're sexual imagine if like do you have any siblings yeah 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 imagine just imagine already (laughs) right you're already just like like imagine if somebody was like oh you guys look so good imagine right it's so weird already right yeah and mind you that's blood that's actual blood but like in korea especially korea korea is a very family-oriented country Mm. there's a very strong bond there there's a very big like brotherly or sisterly Mm -hmm kind of bond and especially with all the shit that these groups and members go through Mm. that bond is probably stronger Mm. you know so like i know that like the shipping stuff i'm sure it doesn't make all idols uncomfortable i'm sure some idols are like yeah whatever Mm. cool yeah but i do know that it makes some uncomfortable so just the fact that i know it makes some people uncomfortable i am just like not a fan of it overall yeah it's like one thing to ship fictional characters yeah you know but then like actual people it's like yeah it's weird yeah i mean everyone talks about how harry and louis uh tomlinson's relationship is ruined oh man yeah yeah yeah. did you see that thing uh from the zendaya show that they did no uh zendaya has a show right now oh the euphoria yeah right okay euphoria and they they illustrated a whole gay sex scene uh, from one of the, I, I don't watch the show. Uh-huh. So one of the, so I'm paraphrasing. One of the high school members, like yeah. she's writing fan fiction. Okay. And she's writing fan fiction of Harry and Louis. No. And then the show illustrates that, like they animate, they they oh. drew like an animated Harry Styles and an animated Louis, and they're like, I I don't know if they had sex in the scene, yeah. but I know like one of them blows the other. What the fuck? Yeah, and they animated that. And people were like, what the fuck is this? Like, these are real people. Wow. They have said that this makes them uncomfortable, right. like, many, many times. And Damn. So some people were like, this is a professional show. You know, they probably got their approval. And then Louis actually, like, commented on it. He's like, nope, nobody contacted me. They did this, like, without permission. Holy and so, hell. like, it's just so, it's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah, you know, some t- I used to be like... Not used. Well, I used to think shipping was stupid, mm-hmm. um, and not that I'm, and I'm not even into it. I'm not like a take cooker or whatever. But th- some people are like, are like, no, take cook forever. These V men people don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shut up. It's really not that big <laughs> oh, of a deal. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's it, getting it, super controversial. Oh yeah, exactly. I as yeah, and and actually, my first group message I was ever in mm-hmm. for like an, a bts or k-pop thing was a v menship and i just didn't know i was like oh i'll hop into it and i was like whoa <laughs> this is not the group yeah, i thought i was yeah, gonna yeah, be a part of yeah. yeah definitely a lot of fan are being like there's yeah. there's here's the thing you know it's cute and innocent for a lot of people i'm sure mm-hmm. they're like oh they look cute together like mm-hmm. oh that was so cute you know but the problem is is just that he, so many people take it too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's always been the problem with sexualization. Like, for example, when you see uh, a swimsuit magazine and mm-hmm. like, there's like a hot girl on it with a bikini, she's supposed to look hot, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to find her attractive. That's, yeah. that's why, that's why she's there. That's why she wants to be there. That's why they put her on there. Mm-hmm. But then it's when people start disregarding that person as a person. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's where it gets weird. You know, okay. it's like, it's one thing to go, wow, that person's really hot. They're really sexy. That's acknowledging someone's beauty. Mm-hmm. And then some people take it too far. Like I, 
I would do this or I want to do this. Okay. And then it's just like, Ugh. yeah. So that's the thing also with shipping. I feel like the idea is cute and innocent, mm-hmm. but then there are so many people that like take it so seriously mm-hmm. where like this needs to become a reality or like it is reality mm-hmm. and they're just hiding it. And it's just like, right. Well, okay. So here's with idols. Mm-hmm. There's meant to be looked at as not, not that they aren't real people, but they're meant to be looked at as like caricatures or like these perfect beings, right? Yes. And yeah. so, in a way, maybe they're not they're not fictional, but they definitely are not meant to seem meant to have. Even though they might have flaws, it's like there's still a level of like mm, you're a fan, I'm idle. Like it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Yeah, yes, it's a fantasy. And so, in doing that. And, you know, and putting them in makeup and, you know, they're not supposed to show certain things, act a certain way, you know, in a way that you're already, whether it's sexualizing them or just being like, oh, baby, Mark can't take care of himself. We need to protect him. Like all, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, personifying them or objectifying them, even aside from sexualizing them. So, um, can you really fault people when it, maybe it's not sexualizing, but it's like, treating them as if they aren't a 21 year old that can take care of themselves or, Mm. you know, treating them as if like, or, you know, coming to bat, like, no, you can't write such and such article about them because that's not true. I don't know. I I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm, Yeah. Sort of. Kind of. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to not saying that I'm a fan of, uh, shipping. I'm not, I've read fanfics and I get the allure for sure. (laughs) I get it. Um, but in terms of, I, I don't know. I'm not in fan. I'm not in favor of people who are ultimate. Like, no, I can't do this. I, I can't look at this other these other members because these two are really meant for each other. That's weird. That's weird. No, That's no, it weird. is. Yeah. It is. That's it is. like obsession territory. It yeah. is. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like when people are like, no, like we can't, like don't say this comment about so and so because like. That's not what he meant for it to be. I don't know. It's maybe just a little too sensitive on both sides, mm-hmm. whether it's sexualizing it or not. And if anyone doesn't know, we met through the uh, fan meet, the YouTuber yes. fan meet back in May before the yes. BTS concert. And I asked everyone, I think it was during our like one of the little games, it was like, why is your channel important? Mm-hmm. Why do you think your channel is important? I don't think my channel is important. You don't think it's well, you spend a lot of time on it, so you think it's important. I mean, somewhere. yeah, I I spend a lot of time on it just because. What do you think people can gain from your channel? <sighs> um, I don't know. I think people can gain. Like I said, I, I've gained. A I lot. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I I still find it weird. Um, mm. I still find it odd when people come up to me and they say, "Oh, like." stuff means a lot i'm like oh. why it's why like, it's like it's like i don't know it's like i i i can be very objective about everything uh-huh. except myself you okay know? and yeah. just like yeah. anything i'm involved in and i don't i don't know it's just why do people like it i, I don't know what can people gain from it i i don't know mm. honestly it's mm-hmm. just if you I, I guess you would have to ask someone who watches it and gain something from it i guess they could give you because i don't gain something from it in mm-hmm. the way that they do you know mm-hmm. what I, you know yeah. what i mean i'm the yeah. one making it so mm-hmm. i just made this stuff and people started watching it yeah and I, was like, I, I don't i don't know like yeah you know some some people are like oh i just like put your videos on and i just do homework because i just like listening to you and just like okay um or some people are like oh i like uh, I like having you break down all of this and that or no, go yeah. into detail or, yeah. or explain stuff that I don't understand. And it's like, I, I guess those are some of the, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Some, some of the things, but, uh, I don't know. I guess that's up to people to decide and figure out. I know you put a lot of thought into the, the set that you have around you. Yeah. The set, you know, and, and that in itself, it's like, yeah, you could film like with a good camera, good audio, but like, you know, have a, okay background but like the light it's like it it almost like validates your opinions that you already have on these videos because you're like no i'm gonna make my set look amazing well and and, and even that that's like that's just like what i can put together with 
what's available. Mm. You know, if I if I had an actual budget or if I had an mm. actual studio, you would do it up. Yeah, I would do it up. I just, <laughs> you know, that's like in my living room in my uh-huh. apartment, and it's just like there's no room, there's no yeah. space. Yeah, you know? just having the lights up take up like half my house. You know, wow. So it's just like. It's the base minimum mm. baseline I can do. Base minimum, oh my god! Yeah, but it's still you know I get for me it's all about aesthetics. It, I can tell. Yeah. So why don't you? I just realized that why don't you vlog? You rarely vlog. I'm lazy. You don't like vlog. I'm lazy. <laughs> well, here's the problem with vlogging. You have to talk into the camera a lot, uh-huh. and I don't know. That's just you I know. That. I know <laughs> that's what lying. I do. I know that's what I do for a living, but. I I don't know. I I don't know. It's just very... It just feels odd to me. I feel like... I I, I don't like being on camera a lot. Okay. And I feel like it's also one of those things where you need a certain amount of ego to vlog yourself. You know? And so, like, I will have had shot, like, vlogs multiple times before. And then I'll just, like, not edit it. I'll just delete all just the files. Like, so they're like, no, nah, yeah, I'm just like, okay. no. Nah. Uh-huh. Also, like, I'm I, I'm such like a perfectionist and overthinker. Where like, I'm just like, I want this to be cohesive and make sense, mm-hmm. and like try to make it like a movie, and then it gets just like too much in my head, and yeah. I'm just like, forget about it. Right. Yeah. How long does it take for you to do one reaction video? Because I noticed you'll like you'll upload a bunch all at once. Uh, like, how long does it take for you? So I'll I'll watch. I'll watch and film like a bunch in a row. How long does that take normally? Uh, just the filming part is probably somewhere between fifteen to twenty minutes of video. Okay. Yeah. For, oh, so like, so the length that you are putting up because they're normally like ten to fifteen minutes. Like, yeah, ten minutes ish. So then we cut out maybe like five minutes ish. Right. Yeah. What are you cutting out? Uh, it's just. That space like a, or like okay. ums, likes. Uh-huh. So I say a lot of ums and likes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So 15 to 20 minutes and then how long does it take to edit those? I could probably, I could probably edit. At, at this point, I could probably edit it in like 40 minutes if I'm fast. One video in 40 yeah, minutes? one okay. minute. Um, but like I, I have my editor do it because I, I, have, I have a slew of videos. Because mm. like... If I'm, if I'm, sh- first of all, I have to be sharp. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to be completely awake and I have to be motivated. Then I could do it in 40 minutes, you know, especially okay, if I, sure. especially if it's like something I was really excited about or passionate about. Yeah. I could do it in 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, maybe hour or like hour 15, if it's like a longer video, especially if I was really passionate about it okay. and I filmed like 30 minutes worth. Okay. Um, but like my editor takes like maybe two, three hours. Okay. So they're a lot slower. I mean, I've been editing for like 10 years. Yeah. So I'm a lot faster and mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> right. But yeah. Right. Uh, but then the reason why I had to get an editor is like you do five or six videos. Filming that is like two that's, hours yeah. to two hours. Yeah. Uh, and then I film usually additional stuff for Patreon. So that's like three hours. Right. So then you're like exhausted from filming yeah. because you got to be on and you got to be like, yeah, energy yeah. Like every single time. And also it's hot uh, okay. in the summer uh-huh. and then I have to turn the AC off yeah. and then I have a bright ass light on my face. So I'm like sweating. Like, <laughs> so like I have to take a break, like every three reactions yeah. just to like cool down and yeah. then start up again. Um, but then you have to edit all of these. And so like, yeah, first video I could do it in 40 minutes, but then now like it's starting to slowly drain and mm-hmm. then the next video will take an hour and mm-hmm. then the next one will take two hours, you know, and Ooh, then yeah. it's just like, yeah. So most of the video, if I was only doing one video and editing it, um, if it's just me, I could turn it around in a few hours. Got it. But like, you know, I just film a bunch yeah. and then um, my editor edits all day mm. and so like it's usually like a whole day production i see yeah okay so at kcon yes um you just went to the one in new york yes. last weekend um i haven't been to the one in new york i've been to the one in la i was working uh the choice booth though mm. so i wasn't able to like experience it no. and i went to one day of the concert if you had to describe new york compared to la's kcon what would you say the differences are you're talking about KCON New York, right? Like, like the the convention, not the city. 
Yeah, the convention. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 not not New York versus LA. I was about to go. I was about to go on a rant. Oh Lord, New York sucks. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, New York sucks. Um, I think it's not as great as LA, but. You would get some people to say the opposite. Because LA also sucks, but. Wow. My gosh. What? Why? New York does not suck. New York sucks. Why? Because, you know, it's crowded. It's crowded. It's. Oh my God. It does smell. It does smell. It smelled like an open sewer line everywhere. (laughs) I didn't realize how much I actually love LA's disgustingly dry <laughs> hot weather until I went there because it's all, muggy in New York. It's, 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 it's muggy yeah. and it's also muggy. Like, like, <laughs> like people will mug you. Oh, so yes. The weather is also muggy. <laughs> oh my God. Like it was so humid. Yeah. It was like a thick, Especially in the subway. Yeah. But it's humid and it smells like a sewer. So it's like a cloud of like <laughs> toxic gas everywhere. You have to <laughs> breathe in constantly. And I couldn't tell which was worse. Like, Having to smell it breathing through my nose or not breathing in through my nose and using my mouth, oh, but then it's getting in my mouth. Uh, so, like, yeah. nothing was. I mean, they have Dunkin' Donuts, which was. Oh my gosh. Which was, like, the one upside because oh. I like Dunkin' Donuts. I, I think I like Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee more than Starbucks okay. after, after having it. Okay. Um, but in general, that city is just. No, it's just. Oh. As much as LA is expensive, New York is way more expensive. For and a disgusting. Small amount of- <laughs> yeah, and disgusting. Like, oh, like. Oh my god! At least you're. Uh, uh, for the people listening, Emily lives in like a bougie no, okay. apartment, okay. Like, and she pays like a million dollars in rent. <laughs> but it's like at least she's getting what she's paying for, mm. right? Like you have like a bougie store right under your apartments. <laughs> you have clean streets around you. You the inside of this apartment building is clean. Right. Uh, you just left all your stuff in here, and no one. <laughs> stole it you're 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 paying for that extra level of community and service right Mm -hmm. in new york you're paying all that money and you're still gonna like get mugged or something like (laughs) you're not gonna get okay i don't know anybody that's gotten mugged in new york but i will say for the price of this if you were staying in the middle of manhattan most central all the subways everything central park times square right like or if you're staying like the upper east side which is very expensive still you're paying twenty three hundred, you know, dollars, right? And you're getting a studio that is way smaller than what I have right now. And you're also having a walk up. Like you have to, you're not, you don't have an elevator, you don't have a front desk. Yeah, you're yeah. walking up, and like you have to, you still have to. There's yeah. still a little bit of inconvenience yeah. there. Yeah, you know? it's just everything about New York is inconvenient, and it's just, you know, West Coast, best coast. I West mean, Coast, best coast. I mean, listen, we we have all the greats. We have good weather. We had Tupac space. Story. Space. There's space. There's like I oh, mean, space. Yeah. Space. Like yeah, space. You know. Yeah. There's space. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> not stuck in traffic for like God knows how long. But yeah. Oh, but yeah. But the difference between Cape Cod, New York. Yes. And Cape Cod, LA. Yeah. Sorry, I'm very no, passionate okay. about how terrible New York is. <laughs> oh um, so it's it's if I was comparing it to last year's Cape Cod, so last year's Cape Cod and this year's Cape Cod was very different. Really? Because last year was outdoors. Oh. It was in New Jersey. Mm. It was at a place called the Prudential Center. Oh, yeah. And this year, it was actually in New York City. Uh, it was at Madison Square Garden. Okay, um, right. And the convention was indoors in a okay. place called the Javits Center. And I feel like, so I don't know if they're going to continue with that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, how long have you been in LA? Since March of 2018. Oh, so not long. No. Have you ever been to like any of the night markets, like LA, like 626 Night Market or K-Town Night Market or... LA? Yeah. K-Con New York last year uh-huh. was, it's, it's essentially just like one of those night markets. Oh. It feels like that. Interesting. And then they have some places squared off for mm-hmm. like panels and stuff like yeah. that, but it's also outdoors. So mm-hmm. everything is loud Ooh. and like you have to like yeah. be shouting into the mic. Oh Lord. Uh, so it was a huge improvement this year because mm-hmm. it was indoors and everything's like, there are rooms, everything's mm-hmm. like separated off. And so this year there's almost like no difference between KCON New York and KCON LA really? okay. because it was all indoors yeah. and I've been to KCON LA before. Like yeah. the convention floor is pretty much, the same, you yeah. Know, it's a bunch of boots, and it's yeah. outlined in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I would say the only difference is probably the venue. Yeah. How do you spend your day at KCON? I I just hide in the green room. 
Oh, so you guys have a green room? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. All the guests, like all the all the panelists, have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just hide in the green room. Oh, sick! Yeah. Do you have to be there the whole? So I, because like I know you. So the KCON was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes. Yours panel. Your panel at was only Sunday. Was only Sunday. So do you have to be there Friday and Saturday? Uh, no, and I wasn't. Mm. Um, Friday, I I got day drunk. Nice. I just oh, I and you were I, texting yeah, me. Yeah, I was texting you <laughs> while I was drunk. Yeah, that was funny. I think you texted. I don't know if I if you texted me first or if I just texted you out of nowhere. Something for some reason I can't yeah. remember. And why. I just started drunk texting you for like yeah. a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I was day drunk for Friday, uh, and you don't have to be there all day. You just need to go to your obligations. Yeah. Right. Saturday, I went for a few hours just to show face. Mm. And then Sunday, I was pretty much there all day because I didn't want to just go back and forth between my hotel mm-hmm. and the convention. So I just okay. yeah, chilled in the green room. So is it like a huge – it seems like for people who have like – you know, who are panelists, it's a huge networking thing. Yeah, if you network. If you network. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I do not take advantage of that. Why not? I do not. Uh, compared to uh, – I would say I'm very grateful because last year I was just like – it was my first time invited as a guest. Okay. I'm like, I don't, I don't belong here. I'm like, right. I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Uh-huh. Like, all these other people are way bigger than me. Mm-hmm. But like, everyone went out of their way to like come up to me and introduce themselves. Oh, and nice. Stuff like that. Okay. Um. So it was a lot better. But also, like, I don't know if it's like a networking thing because everyone kind of already knows each other. I see. You know what I mean? I see. So it's more like an excuse to for everyone to mess around. Meet up. Okay. You know, like okay. it's like a once a year meet up type thing. You know I, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, I'm gonna be so honest. I was watching everyone's like stories, watching your stories, watching like uh, Tamar, like, all these people's stories, and I was like, I'm uh, like I, I'm I'm not invited. I'm not like I'm definitely gonna go, but like knowing people, I, I I'm going to try to take advantage of it as like a networking thing. But mm-hmm. it almost like be, like you're saying because everyone already knows each other. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you, you, could intru- you, know? you could introduce yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like also like high school. Everyone's like very clicked up. And really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. yeah. So like, mm-hmm. you know, people will like invite you to stuff. Yeah. And I just don't go. What? Why? You're just like, no. Because you want to create an aura of mystery, right? <laughs> you you want to be the guy that doesn't show up to the party and they're like, where, where was where was blah 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 right like there was a thing called uh club kcon okay uh on friday okay which is just like some of the artists come out and perform i think it's huh. like it was ats and like oh yeah like, i saw that yeah, I saw it's like that. smaller acts yeah it's, it's kind of but it's also like it's not an actual club yeah thing like, yeah it's a bunch of k-pop fans like they rent out a club right space yeah but it's a bunch of k-pop fans mm-hmm. essentially just there listening to k-pop music you mm-hmm. know I mean? it's mm-hmm. like a mini k-pop guy it's not an actual right. club you know so you know everyone went yeah and then i just went to an off-broadway play uh i mean you're experiencing in new york you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i just went to an off-broadway play and then uh i just i don't know i don't like flowing with like the mainstream crowd hmm. you know what i mean i'm like not that i am but it's just the way i feel oh. it's like very like pretentious <laughs> i'm pretentious not uh-huh. they're pretentious uh-huh. i'm pretentious uh-huh. like i'm too like cool for school and, yeah like, i'm too good for you know social gap like i i also don't like big joint gatherings Okay. When there's like 30 people and they're all going to go drinking together. Okay. It's like, it's shallow and meaningless. You know, mm. if I'm going to drink and have fun and have a good time, I prefer like a small little crowd. Right. Where everyone knows everyone and you can go insane. And okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, so there are like times when it's like, oh, like 30 people are like, oh, let's go to such and such bar and you I all mean, end up going. that's pretty much every night. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty much every night. I don't know if I should be saying this, but uh, it's, it's pretty much every, every, like all, like all, like everyone meets up mm. and they all like hang out together. At yeah. Night. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not my scene. Not I your scene. Okay. a more intimate approach. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm excited to see the whole dynamic uh, or just like see it from afar, whatever it is, see it 
at KCON LA. It's boring, okay? It's not as interesting as you think. It's just everyone in their own separate little click circles just talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to go and, like, be a fan, like, like, and not work it. Mm. as I did last year because mm. Choice was freaking busy AF as mm. last year mm. like or last year it's always is but anyway um, that's the end of our podcast oh okay. yeah there it is I think it was I was like oh it's going to take 30 to 45 minutes and it was like an hour later wow um, okay. <laughs> yeah but thank you for coming on if you guys of course yeah if you guys want to follow um, PD you can follow him at form of therapy everywhere everywhere yeah. including YouTube yes yes everywhere form yes I looked out I have the same username that's nice. Yeah. And you were all like, oh, wow, this is this is meant to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm your form of therapy. Yeah. Um, this is your form of therapy. Thank yeah. you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening. Yes. See you guys back here next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Save big money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.